0: hi there, this is episode number 16. Today, I'm answering the question, at what age should my kids start school? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a QA and a style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi, friends, it's Danae here. This is episode 16. And today I have a great question from Amy in Pennsylvania. Before I go there, I do want to say if you have questions, I would love to hear from you at simplefamilies.com/ask. So Amy writes: Hi, Danae, I have a seven-month-old baby who is in a family at-home daycare. He's doing great there, and we have a great relationship with his caretaker. However, I would like to switch him to a school so that he can benefit from the curriculum and education. Some of my friends have babies who are learning sign language in their schools and I'd love to give them that head start. Can you tell me what I should look for in a school for a younger baby? Amy, I am so glad that you asked this question. I wanna talk a little bit about the difference between a preschool and a daycare. And I also wanna talk about what does a baby need in the first year or two of life? And then I'm gonna get down to the nitty gritty of what really is the best age to start kids into a school. So a preschool versus a daycare The lines are getting really blurry on this. I would say a decade ago that preschool really started at age three or four. And usually kids went two or three mornings a week. And it was really to prepare them for kindergarten. What I see happening more and more now is that daycare facilities, which are facilities which are equipped to care for our children during the working hours. So usually from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. or whatever it might be. So these child care centers or daycare centers are now calling their workers and their employees teachers, and they're rebranding and changing their names and calling their centers schools. So in many cases, these same facilities that used to be daycare facilities or child care facilities, and they had employees that cared for the children, are now institutions that are called schools and they have teachers. They are often the very same facility and they're being run the same way, but it makes them sound a lot better and it makes them sound a lot more desirable for parents who are seeking out the best opportunities and the best start for their kids. So I just want to be clear here that there are schools for babies, but these schools are essentially daycare centers or childcare centers, which are Branding themselves as schools to appeal to parents. And the fact that there are no schools for babies is actually a really good thing because babies don't need schools. Babies need nurturing. One of my favorite ways for babies to be cared for when parents both work out of the home in their early years of life, if family can't care for them, is in-home daycare providers. And I think that these can be really great arrangements if you can find a good fit because you have that same provider every day day in, and day out. And above and beyond, that is the most important thing that we can provide for our babies is stable, consistent caregivers in the first years of life. Well, of course, that's in addition to being fed and clothed and changed and all the basic necessities. Now don't get me wrong, baby sign language is really great. It can be great at teaching kids an early way to communicate because they are able to use their hand muscles and coordinate their hand muscles before they can coordinate their mouth muscles to talk. So they can learn to sign before they can learn to speak. This comes in handy when they get frustrated and they need something and they can't tell you what they need because they don't have those verbal communication skills yet. So I love baby sign language. I also don't think it's a deal breaker. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think with my kids, we maybe ended up doing three or four signs when they were infants that we really stuck with. And that was mostly, I would say, be between like 10 and 14 months of life. Again, it's a great thing, but it definitely in no way holds a candle to the importance of having that stable primary attachment figure in a childcare setting That you can get with an in-home family provider, which it sounds like that's what you have, Amy. It sounds like you have a good arrangement already. So I, I do think that you would be wise to stick with where you are because you're getting that nurturing piece. You're getting that that caretaking piece day in and day out. So at what age do kids really need to start school? Kids can benefit from socializing very early from seeing new faces and hearing new voices. Personally, I start to notice with kids, around the time that they drop their morning nap, so that can range anywhere between 13 and 18 months or so, kids start to get a little restless because they're awake for more hours during the day. So if they're home all day, they can start to get a little restless at home if they don't have any socialization or any stimulation. It's not a problem, but I think that that's something that you're going to notice with kids. I had a question a while back from a reader who said that Um, their son was home with grandmother during the day and that he was starting to get really anxious at home around 18 months and they were wondering if it was a good time to buy him an iPad. And sometimes we can think, well, it looks like they're getting really antsy. It looks like they need something. So what is that something? Should it be putting in some screen time to occupy them? I would really choose to put in some outdoor play, to put in some socialization and play time with long before you decide to add in an iPad and screen time and to take care of this sort of boredom issue that way. So sometime around that age, making sure that they're getting some good socialization. And maybe it's through playdates, maybe it's through daycare, maybe it's through an in-home care provider, whatever it is. Just making sure they're getting exposure to other adults and other kids. I wouldn't expect to see or really want to see any kind of structured curriculum until much older. So the first two years of life, even maybe the first three years of life, children really should be playing in an unstructured atmosphere where they're encouraged to create and play and imagine and do things their own way. So around the age of three, I start to see a lot of parents get the itch to have their kids learn their letters and their numbers. And if they're not doing it, they start to get a little bit worried that they might be getting behind. And I really like to see kids do this on their own pace. So do this when they're ready. So not pushing the early academics before kids are really seeking them out once you do get your kid into school, I think the really good schools are really still focusing on play and this unstructured time to provide kids the opportunity to learn how to socialize and to be independent well beyond the age of three up until kindergarten, even later. So that brings me to the take-home for today, which is babies and young toddlers don't need curriculum. They need nurturing and consistent, predictable caregivers. So don't rush kids into school because it's often not all that it seems. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you've enjoyed this, please subscribe on iTunes or whatever it is you're using. Thanks for tuning in and I hope to hear from you soon.